0: value.com
1: from the jethro's barbecue studios now featuring cbd infused seltzer to get happy legal for 18 and up this is des moines sports station 106.3 kxno for 75 years mic has been doing the right thing for its customers employees and the community now here's miller and condon Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller. We take you up until noon, still to come. Toward the bottom of the hour, Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com, Claxons Barbecue. Our friends over in Altoona will give four of our listeners an opportunity to win some Claxons. That's coming up about ten minutes before we get off the air. Well, let's head to Las Vegas where Trent this Sunday is gonna be a steamy hundred and thirteen degrees. Oh baby hello Mike Palm how are you
2: good morning Ken good morning Trent doing well uh yeah it's a warm week uh started out one twelve that's one thirteen this weekend I was in California with my family uh last Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday so we beat the first few days of the heat but uh, yeah it's here
1: indeed it is uh but be here for how long Mike it seems to Uh, Kind of regulated, but middle of August. I mean, you don't have the uh, uh, temperatures reach the hundred and teens in August, or very seldom, do you?
2: Yeah, once you get through about the first ten days of August, you start getting into those single digit hundreds. Yeah, Uh, this is this is the 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 last two weeks of August are really really the worst part of the summer.
1: Interesting. Uh, re- real quick, just one more away from sports. We'll get there. Uh, Lake Mead is is um, I don't know. It seems like in trouble, right? I mean, every I see pictures all the time. They're finding uh, some interesting things at the bottom of Lake Mead where the water used to uh, be, and now that it's receded, uh, how big of a talker is it out in, on the west coast? The the fact that uh, you know the water resource along the Colorado River um, is not what it once was. Putting it uh, putting it mildly.
2: Well, you know, we, you're no longer allowed to install grass. Uh, Is that right? Down it. Yeah, you can. So I'm doing a big landscaping project. Now, I've owned this home since 2009, but I rented it out for eight years and lived in my wife's house. And then when she got pregnant last year, we said, well, let's come back to this house because it's a bigger house and it has a pool. The renters didn't want to maintain the yard. So I had grass in the front and back. And so I tore it out and went with the zeroscape. Which was fine at the time, but now I don't want all this rock with my, you know, small children, five right. a baby. So, but now I can't put grass back in. I have to put artificial <laughs> turf. So that kind of sucks. And it also sucks for the for the landscapers who are doing the job this week and next week. Oh, really? You know, One hundred and twelve out. <laughs>
0: That is a rough one, no doubt. Hey, uh, a story that a guy that a lot of people in, certainly, sports gambling world know, Mattress Mac, Jim McElvale, who uh, said that he wants to see even more places out there taking bigger bets. Now, you guys at Circa, you're certainly not shy about that. Have you guys had any interactions with Mattress Mac in the past?
2: Well, yeah, he bet the year the Astros played uh, the Nationals in the World Series, he bet through, through with us. Um, you know he he put uh, he put uh, close to a million maybe maybe it was over a million with all was said and done between series series prices and then he bet some individual games of course all Astros it's always on right yeah it's all, it's always on the Astros um, but uh, yeah we've had discussions with him and through his agents a lot at different times uh, about making bets that not just baseball but then when he delves into the NFL as well. Um, but yeah, and you know, look, I talked to you guys about this on the TV show guy, a guy, uh, got us 20,000 and 110 to one on tiger, you know, to win 1.1 million. And then we moved the odds to 85 to one. And then, uh, you know, when we came back with it, uh, he came back for another 20,000 for 1.7. So our total liability on tiger was, uh, actually uh you know a little bit like four point two million and then, uh, now we don't have to sweat that anymore.
1: No and you're not alone, right? I gotta imagine that shops all across Nevada and uh, sports operators throughout the country here took a inordinate amount of Tiger money. When do you think that that trend uh if you will when does it end? I mean people can't just keep blindly betting him, can they or or will they?
2: I don't know. This this these two days might have been some indication yeah. of uh mm-hmm. And but but it depends on the price though. I mean, it's a, what will the price be next out? Is is it going to be higher than 110? Maybe, but I mean, the, he was you know pretty much through for four through four holes, you knew it was over.
0: Right. Yeah. But, we we saw the live golfers really struggle the U.S. Open. Not the case here yep. across nope. the pond. Is there a lot of them are playing well, and not just the big names like DJ, but some of the others. A, a, Taylor Gooch, who's off to a really good start, on and on and on. When you're handicapping, what goes into that? I mean, what goes into form, putting these things together, just in general, for what you guys do and how you put numbers together and you do it differently for golf, how that's different than just kind of a normal sport, if you will?
2: Form's a factor also, but the history on the course is a big factor.
3: Hmm. And how
2: they've played on that course or how they've played on similar courses. Now, obviously, uh, you know, St. Andrews is different. You can't, you know, you know. There might be six different types of courses in the U.S., so this is a. These are exceptions when you go over and play these these courses, like these links courses in Europe. But form is a part of it, but history on course and and different parts of your game and how it plays into the course, and also, listen honestly, handicapping weather is a big part of it too. You you know, these guys have got to play their their rounds early. Yeah. Uh, yesterday and today, a big advantage over the afternoon. It was over a 100-stroke difference morning to afternoon wow. yesterday. So that that has to factor in, too. And then when you're making the matchups, you really got to put matchups against guys playing similar times, if not in the same group.
1: Yeah, and and that's, I mean, if you're, if you're betting golf professionally, right? I mean, I never even thought of that, but that's that's clearly a fact. What was it, a 100-stroke difference between the, between the early tee-off to the late ones yesterday? Yeah, 27, 27
2: under. The early tee off, seventy-three over the late
1: tee off, hmm. unbelievable. So, what's uh, I know you're not there at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, but <laughs> but this event, as we know, I love it on the cal- or on the clock rather where it starts and and Wimbledon's the same way. But this, I think, would even move the needle more, being one of the you know golf's major championship. No offense to the tennis fans in the audience. So, what's circa like um, you know on on last night or or into uh, back Wednesday into Thursday. I mean, they can't be the seats can't be full, but I'm assuming oh, no. there's way more people than normal, right? Well, I
2: got there at 5 a.m. yesterday because I do the Follow the Money show on Decent with Mitch and Paul. I do that hour on Thursdays. I'd say there were around 20, 25 people there, and, and there's a little bit of a crowd because it's starting at 10:30 at night that are hung over from you know <laughs> the gambling or the or yeah. the baseball games, right? Just getting over the Brewers and the and the Giants and that, and they stick around for a while and watch some of the early action. So. They said, you know, then it starts to dwindle out around 1 or 2 a.m. and then pick back up uh, 3.34 in the morning. But by, by the time I got off the air at 7 a.m., there were close to 50 people in the book. That's
0: it was great good. see it uh, last week. There was a guy all by himself right. betting on the Scottish <laughs> Open. Had a coffee in one hand, a beer in the at other. Guinness and Guinness in the other. <laughs> oh, man. Fired away and, and just having the time of his life. And I'll be there along with Ken here coming up And now a little less than a month. Mike Palm joining us from Circus Sports. Mike up. Uh, I want to go to a different direction, away from the golf side of things and football season as it gets closer and closer. NFL, college football, people getting into it. You also have Canadian football. Ken's all pumped up. Bar Canada will be wild tonight. Two unbeaten, (laughs) Calgary, Winnipeg. So something like that. I mean, we're talking about a niche summer sport. Is it something, though, that you have to be concerned about? Do you guys put limits on, pretty significant limits on CFL? Something like that, how the bookmaking happens.
2: No, we, we've we been booking. We've been doing more of it. You know, we started out the first year we were open and we didn't book it at all. And people said, why aren't you putting up Canadian football? And then we started getting into it last year uh, and more and more. And now we're booking, I think, almost every game, uh, whether it's a TV game or not. I think we have a number on every game. Um, the TV games uh, obviously draw more attention because mm-hmm. you can watch them, watch them at the bars or in the book. We've been putting them up. Uh, um Two thousand dollar limit on the on the sides and a thousand on the totals, and we take a few bets. I mean, not not anything huge, but people are betting a nickel here and a dime there, and you know, there's a little bit of handle. And it depends on the crowd that's in town too. I mean, if, if there's more Canadians in town, obviously they follow it more than than yeah. most Americans do. I don't know if too many professionals that that's their their number one sport they go to
1: yeah I, i'm with you but the canadians that do land they think they've got an edge over the books because they watch it all and we'll see hey mike um we uh circa survivors circa millions both uh, we'll talk about that we won't uh, you know keep you on when we talk about it once we get to the end of this segment but what i want to ask you is i'm playing circus survivor and i'm toying with Trying to find, you know, five listener, five, uh, five others to go in and, and buy three spots in it. Obviously, the more coverage that you've got, you would think the better opportunity uh, to to knock off that contest. Of the, I believe it was five people, five or six shared in the pool last year. When it was all said and done, were any of those standalones? Meaning that that was their only entry into it, or did they all have multiple entries to begin? Do you remember?
2: I do remember, of the five of them, I believe two of them did the maximum six entries. Two of them had two entries, and one had four and one had three, I believe. Nobody had a single entry.
1: So that tells me that, uh, because it's so tricky, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, you get to Thanksgiving, and that's its, quote, own week uh, as opposed to Sunday. Um, give, give me another couple of tips cause I'm going to try and put this together in the next couple of weeks. I, I want to have more coverage.
2: Yeah. I think you have to look at Christmas and Thanksgiving Yeah, and look and start there and look at where you're going. And then you got to look and consider, do you want to try to not use the Rams and the Bengals and go for that million dollar bonus? Is that going to be part of your theory? Um, like Derek Derek has this theory about Buffalo that there's only three weeks. Now, Buffalo's a Super Bowl favorite, cha- uh, champion favorite, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Not a heavy favorite, but they are the favorite. You know, he thinks there's only three weeks during the whole year you could use Buffalo, that mm-hmm. Buffalo would be the play to use, and he's identified whatever they are, week 11, week 14, whatever. But he kind of started there with the best teams and started, where would you use, take your top, what do you think are the top five or six teams and look at the weeks where you would use them, I get and then it. go to the then go to the opposite side of it and say, who are the worst five mm-hmm. or six teams, and are there any opportunities to use them, and then try to piece it together from there once you've you know basically honed in about half the half the schedule. So,
1: so you you put your seventeen weeks on a spreadsheet and you start filling it out as a, beforehand. You got your game plan as opposed to going week by week by week. I got gotcha. you. Some people.
2: Some people work backwards yeah. from week 18 or whatever it's called now.
1: Oh, right, go week 18, yeah.
2: Bill Alexander is very adamant about his theory, and his theory is you get through week six. Forget about your overall. You survive. You take the best pick available each week through six weeks, and if you can get through six weeks and probably half the field gone, Mm-hmm. Then you plot out your map from there. You can't plot out your map for all twenty
1: picks. Do you know one, one more on this? It's fascinating because I'm doing this. I've decided this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you know if any of those uh, the the, the uh, uh, winners um, yeah. used that had multiple picks used the same team in one week? I mean, did it was everybody? They thought that you know this is a free square. I'm going to advance everybody. I'm going to use uh, the the Chiefs in week eight or whatever it was. Do you did any play anybody yeah. play like that?
2: Yeah, the majority of people do that early. If they have six, they try to get all six through using the same pick the first couple of weeks and, and, and then start spreading out after a couple of weeks. Or some, Derek has the theory of, you know, you get to a week that's so hard, and then you take, if you have four entries, and it's two terrible teams playing each other that you would never use again, you put two on one team and two on the other uh-huh. and guarantee you get the two entries through, but you're never going to use those teams again. That's the double option theory. Now, you have a triple option theory since you could get six entries. You could do it three and three. But uh, I certainly, to me, think you have to carry multiple entries through to Thanksgiving because it's so hard if you're just left with one of those
0: six teeth. Mm-hmm. Very intriguing. And everybody invited out with us, use the promo code MC20, 20% mm-hmm. off your room at circa August 7th through the 17th. We'll be there the second weekend. Mike Palm, the other contest, of course, is circa millions. I'm going to be involved in that one. The lines are static. When they come out Wednesday, they don't move. How important is that? When you're putting together your five picks for the week in Circa it is looking at those lines, looking at those line changes that happen, injuries, whatever else comes up, is that important to look at in your mind?
2: Well, a lot of the professionals do that, and they come out at 10 o'clock Pacific on Thursday, Thursday. so 1 o'clock Central your time, or uh, noon Central your time. Um, people wait. And they wait for injury news. They wait, obviously, the last few years, COVID news, who's going to be out. But then they look at stale lines, right, mm-hmm. and, and how, how it's moving. I mean, let's say the Ravens are minus three, and then the Ravens are now on Saturday five and a half. A lot of people will use the Ravens because that stale line, they think they're getting a lot of value on what the closing line value is going to be when they put their pick in on Saturday afternoon. Late in the contest, uh, people that have been successful and finished in the top ten go the opposite way. Go the opposite way on the stale line because they know so many people are going to be like taking the Ravens at five. They'll take the opposite team at the three because they know not many people will be on them.
1: This is gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: a blast. Ken, just don't get knocked out and week I, one. You
1: know, I'm, I'm going to have multiple entries. There uh, you go. So uh, we'll 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 <laughs> handle it that way. Uh, last thing for you, Mike. We we talked about it on TV. The Iowa betters are a smart group of sports wagers. They've beaten circa for the last three months. Do you know? Is it, is it one particular baseball team uh, that? Um, I mean, how are you? I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but the betters that are, that play at circa have been beating circa. How, Mike? Who what are they doing? No,
2: well, they're beating baseball. I mean, they, they they get these runs, and you bet teams that are on runs. I mean, look at Seattle wins their eleventh in a row. Baltimore's one ten in a row. Cubs that can't win a game, right? Fade those bad teams. Although a lot of people stepped into the trap last night with the Blue Jays against that yeah. depleted, <laughs> depleted Kansas City team, and uh, and look at that, That's three awesome. to one, yep. three to one. You know, we offered the series sweep price. Did you? Would, would Toronto sweep Kansas City four games, minus 260? And a lot of people, they bet it up to like 320. Of course, we wow. all blew that. Blew that in game number one. That's awesome. Interesting.
0: That really is. Do you remember what the did? What was the closing line for you guys last night? Do you know offhand for the Blue yeah, Jays we opened,
2: Royals? Yeah, we opened Gaussman 360, and he, he closed 390. I saw him in town as high as 520.
1: 520? Holy mackerel. Yes. Oh. Yeah. In a what baseball was, game.
2: Manoa, Manoa might be 5 dollars who knows?
1: Yeah, and I think that the Royals got their win. Well, yeah. that you're, This is coming from a Blue Jays fan, so take it for what it's worth. Mike Palm, Circus Sports, Circus Sports. The app uh, is available in the App Store, Circus Sports, here in the state of Iowa. Uh, Mike Palm, thank you, bud. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Mike Palm. Okay, thank you, guys. Have a great week. Yep, you do the same. Mike Palm, Circus Sports. Again, Trent mentioned it. We will be... Uh, in Las Vegas, from the 7th of August, well, I get there the 9th, you get there the 11th. Mm-hmm. But the room, the, the rate that Trent was referring to, uh, we've got a, uh, a break on the rates. Um, if you p- want to participate, Circa Million, Circa Survivor, you head out there. You can go to, you, you know, once you do your registration, don't do it through Hotels.com. Never yeah. you, I mean You have to go through the Circa web, the Circa portal. At the D or at Circa. And once you get to the end, when you're putting in your information, you'll see the promo box. And when you see that, enter the promo code MC20. MC20, that gets you 20% off your room rate. we got
0: some friends and associates already going out there. Talk to a many, many people that are going to be there. going to be a lot of fun. You mentioned Bar Canada. That's where we'll be at the D on Friday night. Stadium Swim on Saturday. We'll do our show Friday from the VEASAN studios there at Circa. So we'll be all over you got questions there's so many people there that are so helpful you're trying to figure out the proxy service that you're going to have all these different things will be there and everybody with Circa will be there to help you out
1: throughout that week i tried to i asked my son if he could be our proxy yeah what do you say i can't dad i work for circa oh yeah that probably wouldn't work would it <laughs> yeah be a little shady <laughs> indeed uh, miller and condon back with uh, tom caker but before that it's time for another thousand dollar home run Go to kxno.com. Once you get there, enter this nationwide contest by using the keyword "check, check" at kxno.com. Check at kxno.com. Uh, more opportunities to knock this bad boy down. Win a thousand dollars. Coming up with Murphy and Andy at one. The keyword is "check." Tom Cakert checks in next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three. Your side
0: family-owned since 1970. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent
1: what you need.
0: Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kempker's has all your hardware needs, grills for that family barbecue, and a one-stop shop for all your lawn and garden needs. Plus, their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker's true va- Dental.net.
2: Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Nigget is here and ready to help your business.
1: Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on...
0: Is now the best time ever to own a single-family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. And I'm here to tell you, housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market, but it is always a renter's market. Especially when you hire Renner's Warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renters Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them all for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell, cash in, and rent your home with Renters Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting RentersWarehouse.com or call 515 528 4429.com today. Construction can give you a good life by giving you opportunities to be a part of a team that does real tangible things in your community.
1: For many of us, it's that feeling of doing something with our hands and creating something from scratch and or giving back to a new home or a remodel project. Do you enjoy working with your hands? Do you enjoy
2: providing for your community? Do you enjoy getting out there and doing a hard day work and coming home and saying, yeah, I did that.
0: Apply today. WolfConstruction.net Freak
1: Now back to Miller and Condon On 106.3 KXNO Here's Ken and Trent All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, 1130 on a Friday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Coming up in 20 minutes or thereabouts, uh, we'll give four of you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxon's. Claxon's Barbecue, uh, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Time to talk some Hawks. He's Tom Cakert. He joins us every Friday uh, to talk about those Hawkeyes and uh, this week being no different. Tom, Trenton, Ken, how are you?
3: Doing well. How are
1: you guys? Doing really well, Tom. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, what I want to start with you is the uh, a big uh, announcement that's coming next Thursday, I believe, at the Marriott, 10 o'clock in the morning. And it sounds like Ferentz will be there and McCaffrey's going to be there. And uh, I believe I saw Lisa Bluter's going to be there. But the NIL Collective that the coaches are behind, we're going to find out about that next Thursday. What can you tell us?
3: It's uh, it's actually on Tuesday. Tuesday, big um, part. Yeah, Tuesday uh, at ten a.m. And um, yeah, it's the collective. we did the podcast with. Uh, with now his name's out there, Fred Fred Heinrich is is the the, the brainchild behind it. Um, and you know, he just wanted to get involved, and there was sort of a a group that was kind of working on stuff, and he ended up just kind of taking the bull by the horns and. Um, so there's going to be kind of two components to it. One is um, it's going to have a 501c3 component. For those who don't know, that means you're a non for profit, uh, so you can deduct the uh, uh, things that that you donate uh, for the taxes. So uh, it's a positive for for some folks, and um, you know they'll they'll be doing charity work with with uh, the money that they receive. And then there's another. Uh, LLC that, um, I think will be kind of uh, geared more towards businesses and, uh, doing donations or of some sorts or, um, doing some, some work with them. And they've, they've hired an event planner. So somebody will be able to kind of organize things as well. Uh, to, you know, if, if you wanted to have, say, Xavier Wampa at a store in Des Moines, uh, you know, during the off season, you could get him kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, we also heard uh, this week of the new players one that they have. Fill us in on the details of this—the one that you're mentioning, Tom. We've talked about in the past. This has been one that has been talked about a, a lot. This players-only one. Who's behind that one? And it sounds like not all the players, at least right now, are in on it.
3: Yeah, it's, it, it that one, you know, sort of came out of the blue. I don't think even anybody administratively with the football program or the athletic department knew that that was, that was happening. So Mm. it really Mm. caught a lot of people off guard. Um, but it's by a company called Yoke and they're doing stuff with Minnesota. I think K state too. Um, and and basically it's like a club and, uh, they're, they're just, you know, fans want more inside access to players. They're going to have an organization, from what some of the players told me, they met with like 10 of the guys on the team. And then those 10 guys kind of sold it to some of the players. Now there's some guys like ask Riley Moss about it. He's not participating. I asked that Benson about it. He's like, "Eh, I'm interested, but I'm still learning more about it, which kind of told me he's probably not going to participate at this point. Um, So um, I I think there's some, some of the guys on the team that are skeptical, but there's other guys that are going to, you know, and they're, Charging like two hundred a year to sign up for this uh, this club, and then they'll just split the profits among the guys that uh, that are uh, that are participating. I don't know what sort of administrative fees are involved in it, but I am sure there are some.
1: Interesting, it's a whole new world, is it not? The I mean, Bajan Robinson was asked yesterday, Tom, at Big Twelve Media Days, how he likes his Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, He's got an NIL with a Lamborghini dealership in Austin. I mean, those questions are going to be part a, of every media day, right? Well,
3: we asked Trent in that every day, yeah
1: yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. took a lot for me to uh, to be to be to tell the truth. it took a I had to twist his arm to come over here, Now, I didn't have a Lamborghini to <laughs> no no, no, no Lamborghini, <laughs> nothing like that anyway. uh-huh. uh so Tom, uh, you want before we get into football here now, let's just uh update the Ava Jones uh, that story is just incredibly tragic oh. what a awful, yeah. awful story. But sounds like Ava and her mom are, I don't want to say out of the woods yet, but a positive turn the last couple of days. Uh, Would you put it that way, Tom?
3: Yeah, I I would say that that's a positive uh, development that they're off of kind of, I guess, essentially like a life support thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they were, um, the the report that I read about Ava was she had several surgeries with brain bleeds and Mm -hmm. things like that, which is just. So scary. I mean, um, you know, one of the stories that we that that, that came out uh, that somebody uh, shared because they have cameras on the streets. You know, it's a downtown uh-huh. area, okay, so yep. there's there's a video of it, and it looks like the dad who has sadly passed away. Mm-hmm. He essentially threw himself in front of this car to try. To
1: Are you it. kidding me? Yeah. Oh my! I didn't see that. He
3: saw it coming and just kind of just threw himself, hoping to, you know, save his save Holy his family, micro. and um, and that makes it just even sadder, Ugh. um, you know. But they've you know they have a GoFundMe page. I think that yep. Um, if you search for uh, Jones Family Fund on GoFundMe, that's exactly what it is. Um, it's I think close to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars now. One
1: hundred nineteen uh, thousand two hundred and forty.
3: Yeah. So everybody keep chipping in if, yeah, you, if can. you can. It's, you know, five bucks, ten bucks, mm-hmm. whatever you can to uh, to help this family. And you know, you I, I know, people are wondering, well, is Abe ever going to play basketball? That's yeah, the that's secondary. the minor thing. <laughs> right. Um, just get them. uh either still in Louisville. Um, get them back home, uh, around family and being able to see friends and things like that and then and then start the recovery process and if basketball happens great if it doesn't um let's hope you know it, it reminds me of the the Michael Lowe story the the kid that dove in the pool like 2 days after he committed mm-hmm. to Iowa and, and uh you know is is now able to do walking and stuff but he you know and and do some physical activities but he can't play football anymore you guys remember that story? Yeah.
0: Yep. A devastating one, no doubt. And uh, yeah, we wait to see. No way to transition, so we'll just jump back into it, staying on basketball. But Keegan, you, you got to see him last week mm-hmm. in Vegas. Tom, the way he played the other night against Chent Holgrim, he is—he's going to be a stud, isn't he? I mean, this isn't just, hey, just—he's got a high floor. He's going to be a good NBA player. Has he got a chance to be really, really special? It feels.
3: Yeah, I think um, I think he's got a chance. And um, he's translating really well to the NBA game. Like I thought he probably would. Um, You know, he just, uh, that play he made in the Orlando game at the end of the game, that just shows you how smart he is where, you know, they get the steal, he gets the ball. And a lot of guys would have just tried to chuck that up. And he just was stayed patient, knew he had a couple seconds and just got that shot off and tied the game. Uh, That was the game we were at. So it was uh, just, so much fun to see uh, him have that kind of success. Um, I, just based on what I've seen, I think he and Bonchero are the two best players in the draft. I, you know, I, it's hard to say what Jaden Ivey would have done just mm-hmm. because he got hurt so quickly in there. He, you know, but he did look good in this first, you know, ten minutes or whatever he played. Uh, but uh, boy, those guys are just those two. Just seem to separate themselves from that rookie class. I think.
1: You know, Tom, it's um. It surprises me, and it it bigger than it was? But it surprises me that it really hasn't blown up. I mean, spring training for baseball—you take the family—is pretty cool opportunity, right? But this, uh, this, this uh, NBA summer league in Las Vegas—what did you say? Forty bucks for the entire day gets you in, uh, and you get see how many, how many sessions is that, Tom? Is there four games a day?
3: There's eight games a day.
1: There's eight games a day. Uh, it surprises yeah. me that this thing isn't bigger than it is. I get it's Las Vegas in the summer; it's really hot, but uh, yeah. it's air conditioned inside Thomas and Mack Center. Uh, surprises me that it's not so bigger.
3: And you don't have to leave the building because they go between the Thomas and Mack and the Cox Pavilion, which is attached yep. to it. So you're just basically bouncing between two um, two gyms, and it and you're like literally rubbing shoulders with. NBA people, wherever you go, I mean, players are walking on the concourse all the time. Um, and you're seeing, you know, LeBron and, and guys like that sitting courtside, ding Lillard, all, you know, every star in the NBA basically is there, uh, hobnobbing and, and, uh, wandering around. So, um, you know, it was funny. We were sitting, uh, watching that game in the, in the Cox, uh, pavilion, and we were towards the edge, and that's where the NBA personnel were sitting and up walks Brad Steven you know <laughs> just sitting there just watching the game you know so it just uh it's it's kind of weird uh, but you're just you you see a lot of people and it's a it's a cool event I would if you love basketball uh, I would encourage you to go
0: your biggest takeaway after having a chance to talk to what about 10 12 players earlier in the week what was uh that what came out of that you found interesting on the Hawkeye football side?
3: That I think the D-line is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, just talking to Logan Lee and to Joe Evans. Boy, they're, I'm telling you guys, just buy the Lucas Van Ness stock now while you can. <laughs> yeah. uh, because I think it's going to go through the roof uh, this year. And I'd also invest in a little Aaron Graves stock because I think he's wow. going to be real good too. Um, so I don't know if he'll be great this year, but I think he's going to be a good one. Uh, just the way those guys talked about the way he carries himself. Uh, Logan Lee said he's kind of taking him under his wing. Um, I think Logan's going to have a great year too. He just seems just, you know, just talking to him a little bit privately. We were at a golf outing together too. And he's just like, I, I've just, he's primed for this year and he knows that they don't get a lot of tackles at that position, but he's really worked hard at getting his body right and, uh, becoming a better pass rusher. So. Um, just keep an eye on him too
1: him and i'm glad you brought up joe Evans i, I like watching him and i've liked watching his growth tom is uh you know there's there's yeah, seldom linebacker. right and there's seldom a game a game that goes by that you don't see him doing something and it really goes back to the beginning you know when he first started to see the field
3: yeah when he was just doing that and they threw him in there in the spring because right. they didn't have bodies and he started working at that uh that raider that outside mm-hmm. uh, rush position and just uh, kind of found him. Here's my uh, hot take for you guys. I think Iowa's defense is going to be better this year than it was last
1: Trent and I said the mm, same yes. thing this week. It's we got a chance. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, I think they're just, that linebacker group is just so good. Mm. Um, and um, I, I just, I think if you can get Cooper DeGene and Xavier Wampa out there a little bit, um, those guys just, the ball finds them. Guys. They're just, mm. they, they're playmakers. And um, I think Coop's going to be the uh, probably be the cash. And, um, you know, Dane Belton was great. I think Coop's going to be just as good and, and maybe make more plays. So I, I'm very high on the defense. Now we'll see what happens with the offense.
1: Indeed, That's we a will. Big question. Indeed. Uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Tom, as always, thanks for doing this. Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, So we catch up with our old buddy. All right, uh, first four callers right now, 515-284-5966. If you haven't played in the last uh, 30 days, if you haven't played in the last month, uh, for your Claxon's Barbecue giveaway, you are eligible to do so. The phone lines are open. We'll take four of you right now, 515-284-5966. We'll give you four questions. You give us four answers. If you get the most right, you'll win a $35 gift certificate from Claxon's. The runner-up gets 25 If you're getting a ring, that means you're in. Stay there. Claxon's Barbecue giveaway next on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. For detail. For details. Welcome back. Our final segment of the week here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's an opportunity uh, to give four of you an opportunity to enjoy wonderful barbecue from our friends at Claxon's. Claxon's in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. You can find them online uh, at ClaxonBBQ.com, ClaxonBBQ.com. Justin, Mike, Todd, Tom, we will give you four games a couple of props in there, if you get them all the most right, you'll win a $35 gift certificate from Klaxons. The runner-up gets 25 so two of you are guaranteed to win. Justin comes up first. Hello, Justin, how are you? Good, how are you, man? Doing fine. So for the sake of this contest, the Twins and the White Sox are starting a three-game series tonight. Uh, who will win the, uh, uh, the, the series between the White Sox and the Twins? Let's go with the White Sox. Do the Royals win a game before the All-Star break? They've got three left. No. Okay. Does an American win the British Open? Uh, yes, they do. Okay. I know you've been looking forward to this one. It is the Battle of Unbeaten Teams, the last two remaining teams in the CFL. Oh, geez. It's Calgary and Winnipeg. Who do you want? That goes Winnipeg. Atta boy. Uh, here's the tiebreaker, closest without going over, Justin. The Astros are playing the Oakland A's. How many runs will Houston score this weekend? Three games, just the Astros' runs. How many will they score? Let's go 17. Justin, you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too, man. Thank you. Thank you. Mike is up next. Mike, welcome to Miller & Condon. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, White Sox-Twins, the series starts tonight for our uh, for the uh, sake of this contest. Uh, who wins the series, White Sox or Twins? I'm going to go with the Twins. Do the Royals win one of their three remaining games before the All-Star break in Toronto? Yes. Does an American win the British Open? Yes. Calgary Stampeders, Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the unbeaten battle tonight in the CFL? Well, I'll go with the calgary taking calgary uh here's the tiebreaker Mike. closest without going over how many runs will houston score this weekend versus the a's just houston just two games uh three games three games um i'll say 18. mike have a good weekend thank you thank you appreciate it todd is next hello todd
2: hey kenny how you doing doing
1: fine thanks white Sox, twins who wins the three game series
2: well, where's the series at?
1: In Minneapolis.
2: Uh, twins.
1: Do the Royals win a game in Toronto? Three of them left. No. American win the British Open.
2: How's Rory doing today? Not I mean, well. Uh, he's an 80 in the second. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: He's spinning his wheels. He's one under. Is he one under? So he's seven under for the tournament. The leader, Cam Smith, is 13 under. Transfer yes. oh, my glasses 13. on. Yep. Uh.
2: Uh, American will
1: win. Taking an American. Calgary or Winnipeg tonight in Winnipeg, Battle of Unbeatens?
2: Uh, you're taking Winnipeg, I suppose, so I will take Calgary.
1: boy, uh, How many runs will the Astros score this weekend? Versus the A's, 19. 19. Todd, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Go Cards. Go Cards. Appreciate that, Todd. Tom is up next. Uh, who they? The Cards. Who do they have this weekend? They're good,
0: finished. Good question. I don't even remember because the Dodgers series. I watched a lot of it. They
1: have St. Louis. Let's find it. Cincy. Them oh. Uh, hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. White Sox or Twins? Three game series starting tonight is what we're going with here. Twins. Uh, do the Royals win a game in Toronto before the uh, All Star break?
2: I personally don't think so, but
1: I'm going to say yes. Taken yes, okay. Does an American win the British Open? No. Calgary or Winnipeg tonight? Hello? Yeah. Calgary or Winnipeg, Tom? Winnipeg. Okay. How many runs do the Astros score this weekend closest without going over? Uh, I don't think they're going to score more than 19, so I'm going to go one. (laughs) One it is. Tom, thank you. You have a good weekend. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Yep. It's always good to be in that fourth spot, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in the tiebreaker if that's what you're thinking of doing.
0: Good place to be, no doubt. And those people that have picked one, tiebreaker's worked out for them. Has it? it? I've been to ask you that over the years. In the past, it has worked out very well. We do not have a consensus here this week. Help me out here. You're Canadian. Uh, yes, I am well maintained here on this program. <laughs> I had a middle school social studies teacher, Uh uh-huh. and it drove me crazy because when we were doing some kind of Canadian history, you, you really like, were. Oh yeah, yeah. It was probably about it's weird. two we days. We took American history. Yeah, it was about two days oh, as we were it was, bouncing around. Yeah, and he continually called it Calgary. No, he doesn't know. Is that a Canadian no, thing? No, it's not. I've, I've never heard, heard, heard other people do it
1: from time to time. No, I've heard the only one I've, I uh, mean, it's Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. It's Calgary. Toronto, <laughs> Right. Toronto, Yeah. But That's like, uh, kind of
0: like a get her done type of thing, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: right. Toronto. Going to go down to the creek? The, no,
0: we went to the creek.
1: Go to Washington. Don't do that. That was that was one new one on me. So Cal-
0: Calgary no, it's is just Calgary. Yeah,
1: just somebody that. Yeah, I don't know,
0: Mr. Bodke, he, he was a different cat.
1: Yeah. So you took Canadian history.
0: Well, me. it was part of our history class, and gotcha. that was just the week that we talked Canada. What are you doing this weekend? We are. Uh, we don't have a lot on the plans.
1: Hey, is, no baseball, no high school. To right uh, now, if you find have you zeroed in on your game next week? We will have hopefully full
0: details on that. This afternoon. Okay. Got some uh, things to figure out, some shifting things to happen, but I yeah, will get that figured out. The two o'clock matchup next Tuesday, Waukee versus Waukee Northwest. Fingers crossed we'll be able to get that one up on the Bull. Obviously, not going to per- bump off Murphy and Andy, but we'll see if we can make that work because that's Waukee versus Waukee yeah, Northwest. I like it. I like First it. year for Northwest. Like State it. tournament. Yep. Be a really, really cool one. So, hopeful that'll be two o'clock. You might have to do the last hour on Tuesday so okay. I can get to Iowa City.
1: Okay. Solo. I think
0: you can make that. I better hour. I
1: better I need practice because yes. you're leaving a week from Tuesday for I vacation.
0: Am. I'm looking forward to that. And then uh do the show Friday from Iowa City. I'm gonna stay over Thursday night. Oh, was that what you're doing? And uh okay. instead of making three no, no, drives, yeah, it's a lot. So I'm gonna stay over and might get a little golf in in Iowa City, something I haven't done in a long time. Maybe hit up Finkbine haven't played that course in probably two
1: decades now. I played it once uh, for O, in a ter- um I don't remember who I was with. Before the championship, next Friday night, 7.30, first pitch. Good stuff. Well, Murph and Andy, you'll be here in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics, Ross Peterson, Emery Songer goes tonight, Emery Plus One, and tomorrow morning. The only local programming is tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Sean Roberts and company. With the KXNO pregame. That's it for us, Miller and Connor. We're here weekdays, 10 to noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXO.